Good morning and welcome to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Today we are talking about how to navigate the presidential election with grace. Boy, has 2016 been a special year for elections. Um, lots of social media ranting, uh, lots of international criticism of what's going on over here, and uh, lots of criticism from our own constituents just at the uh, the ugliness of this race. And so the, on the eve of the election, I want to talk about how to navigate the presidential election with grace and how to stay friends with someone who isn't voting for the presidential candidate that you are, because uh, that may happen. Many a times um, I've been surprised when I've been out to find out that somebody uh, that I thought was voting similar to me actually wasn't. So um, I'm sure you've had some of those similar situations as well. And so um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about how and why all that happens and why we get so crazy at election time. And then uh, what you can do about it to stay uh, in a good place for yourself and to make sure you don't burn any bridges or ruin any friendships in the short term um, based on something that's out of your control. So the first thing is um, you, when you start thinking about like friends that you have that are voting for different people and you think, how could they possibly vote for her? Or how could they possibly vote for him? Like, what are they thinking? You want to think about something called the confirmation bias. And for those of you who listen often, you've heard me talk about this on other shows, but the confirmation bias basically means that when we decide something, when we come up um, with a bias, we decide that one candidate is better than the other, then we tend to weight heavily things that support our opinion or our bias, confirm our bias, and we tend to ignore or um, discredit the things that oppose it. So for instance, in this race, um, where you've got people who are following Trump who think that he is great and he's going to make America great again, um, they will be looking for anything that confirms their belief that he will make America great again, and they'll be looking for anything, they'll be ignoring things that he does um, that might seem shocking to others. On the same side, people voting for Hillary may be looking at her and thinking she's great, and then they may be um, ignoring the other things that are coming out about her that may detract from her greatness. So, Really, it's about this confirmation bias that when you think to yourself, like, how could they not, like, in light of what just happened in the debate or in light of what just happened and what just came out about this candidate, like, how could somebody not change their mind? But the confirmation bias is really strong and it operates subconsciously. So in our downstairs brain, looking for information to confirm what we believe and dismissing information that we don't. So that's often why when somebody has already decided on a candidate and something bad comes out about them, that they tend to ignore it or they tend to discount it or dismiss it versus um, feeling like, oh, wow, I should really pay attention to this. This is uh this is new evidence or new information that I should I should weigh equally. We just uh, subconsciously um, weigh it separately or differently. So that's important to know if you're asking yourself, how could they not have changed their mind? The other thing is um, this belief that people are doing the very best they can with what they have. So there's a lot of information about the election. There's so much propaganda. There's so much marketing out there that it's really hard to find the truth. 
you know, each candidate is portraying these hideous images of the other. Um, they're saying awful things about each other. They're saying glowing things about themselves. And that's their job. Their job is to get elected, is to get into office. And so they're going to um, to say these things. But it's very hard to get an impartial view. It's hard to, um, to look for that. So, you know, in that case, you'll want to assume that many people, most people, not everyone, but many, many people are not doing the due diligence to really go out and read and research and understand. And those that are, are great people to know and are, you know, great people to find out, you know, hey, where are you looking for this information? Where are you finding the truth? And there's some good, um, there's some good places if you, you know, if you go onto the web that you can try and find some of the, um, these non-biased parties who are weighing in. Um, so thinking about people are doing the best they can. Many times people are basing what they know on what their friends or family tell them as well. You know, hey, my husband says to vote for this person, so that's who I'm going to vote for. Or my wife says to vote for that person, so I'm going to vote for that person. And they just maybe are too busy to go do their own research. And so they've just decided and, um, and they think that they're doing the very best that they can. And for them, they are. And so understanding that about people is important as well. Also thinking about the fact that people want to belong. And I think this is one of the things that causes the most angst during election years, and especially ones that are as divisive as this. I mean, it seems to be such a moral um, compass kind of going back and forth this year, talking about freedom and equality and um you know, respect of different genders and all of that. I mean, they're just as it's triggering a lot of values this year, I think more so than other years. Um, totally willing to be challenged on that. But I just, I think that some of the stuff this year is, um, is pretty intense uh, and pretty tied to this kind of moral view of what's right or wrong. And I think it's hard to see um, people so divided. And so when I think about what brings me the most angst in the election, it's that looking around and seeing that some of my friends or family and I are on different pages. And that just doesn't feel good to belong to a tribe where there's divisiveness and there's separation. And so, um, so understand that that may be fueling some of your angst or some of your kind of dissatisfaction right now. Um, some people even say, ooh, I get depressed, I get blue, I get moody. Um, so just understanding that. And then also this um, fact that people tend to get into a reactive stance where in order for me to be right, you have to be wrong. So um, obviously there's only going to be one winner in the election this year, but definitely um, coming from the place of, well, if my candidate is right, then your candidate is wrong. The reality is, is there's probably things that are good about both candidates. And it's hard to see that because they kind of get what's sticky and then they hang on to that. But there may be things that in both candidates um, could work. And so anytime we get into that place of, I, if I'm going to be right, you have to be wrong, we, um, we divide ourselves and we're coming from a reactive, protective place rather than a visionary, creative place where we want to move towards an outcome that we want. And so understanding that people are getting really triggered, they're in this reactive state, and these values that I talked about a few minutes ago, they're triggering these emotional responses. And so people are behaving in ways that typically they wouldn't behave. I've seen some of my friends um, or Facebook friends posting these like long rants about political views, 
um, people saying things that they would never say, um, just some kind of lashing out and being nasty to each other. I've seen on other people's feeds, um, people I don't even know, and it's like, whoa, what is going on here? But it's this is what happens when our values get triggered like that. Um, we end up doing things. We get hijacked, uh, mentally hijacked, and we end up doing things that we typically wouldn't do. Uh, and our, you know, our small me, as you've heard me talk about the small me and the big me, our small me sometimes sees safety in numbers. And so they, you know, they, we start to do things that we would never do otherwise. You know, it, if we were alone or we would, you know, it's like, I would never say that out loud unless like 20 of my friends are saying it. So now I'm jumping on the bandwagon. But if I had to think about doing it myself, I don't think I would. So, um, so you want to be thinking about those kind of things. It's like, this is what's going on. And if you want to avoid and avoid this kind of, um, downward spiral of humanity that's happening during the election and you want to stay in that place of grace and you want to stay in that place of um, just professionalism and I mean there's just no better word in my opinion than than graciousness right now is ask yourself how could I make my point about the candidate that I believe in because I'm certainly not saying don't speak up for your candidate don't go canvassing you know all that stuff's important but how could I make my point or how could I make myself right without making other people wrong, right? So focusing on what's right about your candidate, focusing on um, the good that your candidate's going to bring versus just destroying the other candidate as a way to promote yours. And ask yourself, would I want to say this to a friend who thought differently than me? Like w the stuff that I'm posting on social media, sometimes we're posting it because it's, it's a little bit of a like, oh, I could just throw it out there and be a critic. But would you say that to a friend face-to-face -face who um, was at dinner with you that you realized had a different opinion? And, you know, if not, then maybe think twice about posting it. Um, I actually have a friend of mine who, um, he says, ooh, I love to talk to um, supporters of this, this one candidate who's different from his candidate. And because I just want to find out why they're voting for that candidate. Like, I'm super curious what they think is good about that candidate. So going into it from a really curious place and a creative place versus, you know, I can't wait to hear what they say so I can bash them and beat them down about their candidate choice. So um, if you need to, take a break from social media. If it gets you all riled up, if you find yourself starting to stress out and freak out about things, you know, other people's social media feeds are not in your circle of influence. You cannot control what they post. Just don't read them. What you can control is if you read them or not. And then focus on, I'll add that same thing, focus on what's in your control. And what is in your control is your right to vote. So carry yourself down to those polls. Don't terrorize people at the polls. It's not nice. It's not gracious and it's not who we want to be as a country. Just go down there, do what's in your circle of influence, vote for the candidate that you believe in and remind your friends to vote and remind people to get out that this is our right and that sitting back idly and not paying attention to the issues and not paying attention to the candidates is not helping anyone. You know, opting out is not helping anyone. Make a choice vote for who you think is the candidate that you think would do the best job and go from there. So it's almost over. We've got maybe 36 more hours of this um, 
to endure before we find out who wins the election this year. And uh, after that, we will see what the results are and we will begin to move on. And maybe that will be another show is how to move on if your candidate doesn't win. But this has been Alexis on the Bright Side. Stay gracious, get out and exercise your right to vote, and, uh, and post responsibly on social media. If you would like to know more about what we're doing at P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, who's the sponsor of this show, check us out at plinkcoachingcenter.com. Uh, also check us out on Facebook at P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. You won't find any political rants on there, so that might be a place to visit where you can be free of that for the day. Thanks so much. Have a great week, you guys. We'll uh, see you next week when we find out what the results of this election are.